Well, hello there. Welcome to the maiden voyage of feminine hijinks. I'm one of your hosts, Angie Bailey. And I'm the other host, Susie Schubert. That's right. And we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and kicking ass. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. And today on our Vagenda is to let you know a little bit more about your crazy podcast host. That would be us. That's us. That's us. And what you can expect from this weekly show. And we'll talk about how friendships after 40 are not as easy as we wish they could be. Word. Yes. And, you know, we were joking around that we are actually popping your cherry today, your feminine hijinks cherry. Even you gentlemen out there. <laughs> your, your man cherry. Your man cherry. <laughs> just lean back and relax you know I think we're in the ladies room aren't we yeah it's a little echoey in here next time why don't we set up the microphones outside the stalls <laughs> we yeah. are in the ladies room you know because that's where women congregate it is that's where we apply lip gloss that's where we talk to each other while we're peeing at the same time right that's where we discuss what's happening on our double date yeah that's just that's just where it is so we thought that would be the perfect place for your for this virtual meeting that we have every week we're going to be in the ladies room yeah and we're hoping that eventually you'll feel comfortable enough to poop in front of us because yes. you know that takes time it does yeah. that does and if you fart while you're pooping we don't care <laughs> that's it's called okay. a peef i call that a peef do you a peef yeah what farting while you pee oh okay there you, you know go. When you like do it at the same time yes it slips out and you don't know it's coming <laughs> <laughs> it slips out <laughs> And maybe one day we'll all meet together in a giant ladies' room. And we'll go on ladies' room tour. <laughs> we'll bring the stall with us. And, like, we'll sit on a toilet. We'll be like, Tucson, we're coming to you. <laughs> Flush. Flush. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're going to start off our show by kind of telling you what you can expect by listening to Feminine Hijinks. And then kind of, we'll, we'll probably have a topic we kind of touch on. We'll check in with ourselves and what we've been doing. And we'll have a topic that we kind of talk about that has to do with just inspiring uh, women and men mm -hmm. and anybody that wants to jump on, mm -hmm. we're hoping. So what we want to do is share, we thought it'd be a good idea to kind of share the mission statement that Angie and I have come up with to sort of encapsulate uh, our hopes and dreams. Our hopes and dreams. With feminine hijinks. Yeah. So our mission is to inspire, entertain, and support Gen Extra women by hosting a raucous, uncensored virtual retreat that encourages you to unplug, connect, and embrace your authentic selves. Yes, and you better love that because it took us hours to come up with that, people. <laughs> We whiteboarded the shit out of we this. Did. And she was so happy because she had her whiteboard, man. I love a good whiteboard. Do you, you put know? that up in your bedroom and like mark the days you have sex and oh, like gosh. the different positions and stuff? No, that's in my mental whiteboard. <laughs> but I will whiteboard anything. I maybe, it's so fun. Yeah, maybe in the ladies' room it should be the whiteboard. The whiteboard. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, but what uh, kind of uh, jumping off of what Sue's just talked about. The kinds of things that uh, you can expect to hear on Feminine Hijinks is that uh, it's going to be a lot of what, what, what we can relate to. But this is a humor broadcast. It's not about, you know, it's not us be, uh, being all TED talky and trying to be um, serious about everything. Although, you know, sometimes things are serious. 
However, we are, uh, we consider ourselves to be unconventional ladies of a certain age. Yes. Yes. And so we like to look at things from an unconventional standpoint. And so um, we'll talk about serious subjects that are kind of serious. However, we'll put our own personal slant on it and probably make too many inappropriate jokes about it. But (laughs) that's what you get. Yeah, yeah, that's what you get. That's what you get. And then, um, and then we'll also talk about uh, some things that are related to our old podcast, which was called Pause Rewind Gen X Plus Cats. And those of you that listen to Pause Rewind know that we had topics related to nostalgia from the 70s and 80s and then we talked about cats a little bit and then we always checked in with each other. And so we want this show to have a similar vibe mm-hmm. because no matter what you and I talk about it the vibe's going to carry there. So even though we're not talking about, you know, happy days and three's company all the time, <laughs> um it's still going to have that sort of irreverent fun vibe about it. Uh and who's to say we're not going to talk about that sometimes because as Gen Xers, we grew up with all those shows. Right. We have the same memories of uh after school specials and <laughs> hashtag and Michelle Mudd. Michelle Mudd. And, <laughs> and and we both are cat lovers. I mean so there's yeah. no absolutely no way that that's going to be removed from this. Uh, this is just the enhanced version yes. of that. And even though our target audience is gin extra women, we believe that everything we talk about is really going to be entertaining for everybody or your money back. <laughs> or your money back. <laughs> yes. So the, the men we know that are there, Robbie, Hayden, I don't know, my Chris. husband, the core man. Yes. 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 <laughs> We, we welcome you with open arms. Not open legs, because that would be inappropriate. That would be, that would cross the line. It would. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we welcome you with open arms. <laughs> Even though we're in the ladies' room, you're invited. You're invited, yes. Yes, it <laughs> might be your first visit to the ladies' room, so, you know, we're here to make it gentle for you. <laughs> That's very good. So anyway, yeah, so we're going to have some nostalgic tidbits, cat chat, and community. One thing that we're super psyched about is connecting with the listeners. And over time, we're going to have more opportunities to do that. We have our new Facebook page, which is Feminine Hijinks Podcast. We have our new Instagram account, which is Feminine Hijinks Podcast. And so we encourage you to jump on there and and connect and comment. And we'll have some polls and quizzes and all kinds of fun stuff. So yeah, so check that out. And of course the website, Pause Rewind Podcast, not Pause Rewind, XXXXX, <laughs> let's pause and rewind now. <laughs> FeminineHijinksPodcast.com. That's hijinks with an X at the end. I should have made a bet on that. I'm like, okay, you know you're going to say Pause Rewind I at know. some point in this show. <laughs> well, it came early. Christmas came early. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So we have so many cool things coming up. And we thought before we hopped into the main topic, Topic today about friendships over 40, we could just give you a quick little snapshot of each of us, a little Polaroid, a little photo booth. Yes, totally. Yeah, so as I said before, my name is Susie, Susie Schubert or Suze. Um, and Angie and I are both city girls. I actually live in uptown Minneapolis, uh, and Angie is downtown. I've been married for almost 26 years now, and we have two adult children. My son just left for his first year of college. Yeah, so other than my two cats, Fig and Gus, we are now empty nesters. 
Um, I'm kind of in between jobs right now, so that's always an adventure. <laughs> but in my free time, I'm obsessed with just way too many series on Netflix. Binging, binging, binging. I love horror movies. Um, and other favorite things include hanging out with friends in a fabulous brewery or coffee shop in the city. Um, I love exploring the city. Anything Lord of the Rings. Um, and working on my latest version of the Badass Planner, which mm -hmm. is a planner that's been published since uh, 2017. And it's kind of a call to action planner that inspires you to be intentional with your everyday tasks, um, kind of taking control of your life instead of it controlling you. And it's right on, sister. Yeah, yeah, with essays that say fuck and fun, sassy quotes that say fuck your shit. So there's definitely a. Uh, uh, warning on the outside for uh, caution includes profanity it says yes so it's a it's a warning and I've sang in a heavy metal band a couple bands out in Hollywood California I've worked in films and commercials both in front of the camera and behind and I'm a certified life coach so I love to just talk things to death about the human condition and I read tarot cards yes <laughs> Yes, you do. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. You know, always trying new things. Mm -hmm. I just have this creative wanderlust gypsy thing about me. So yes, you're you and I are both. I would consider Renaissance women. Oh, we I love that. I do too. I do too. And we we do, we both love to do lots of different things. Yeah. And which makes which is makes life fun and also kind of frustrating sometimes because <laughs> like it's, you, you you can't ever be a subject matter expert on one thing because you'd like to do so many things. Oh, totally. So, yeah. Both of us, I feel like our life is really about the journey, and that sounds like a cliche, but with us, it's really true. It's like yes. it's about the experiences instead of actually getting the one thing. It's a real cliche. <laughs> it is. It's for real. For real. Real now. Sister love. Okay. Well, me, I am, uh, I, I, this, I'm in my second marriage right now. And I was married for 26 years. Now I just got married in June. So I'm a newlywed. Yeah. Yeah. With Chris, who you'll hear about on the show. We often make references to him wearing assless chaps, which he doesn't. <laughs> But it's so much fun to think about because he'd be the last person to wear assless chaps. Yes. Well, you don't. You don't know my bedroom life. Well, that's true. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so yeah. So assless chaps, and he's awesome. And I have two grown kids, and they live. They're, they've got their own wanderlust, and they're out there living life. <laughs> uh, like Sue said, I live downtown. Chris and I love to be able to walk places. We love to go to concerts. And we have two kitties, um, Phoebe and uh, I almost said Cosmo. Oh, baby, Cosmo passed last year, RIP. Uh, Phoebe and Janet, Janet from another planet. And so, yeah, I in, in my professional work life aside from this i write books mostly cat humor books primarily texts from mittens which is a series of books and calendars and it's a website which are conversations between a self 
important cat, which really they all are, <laughs> sassy, self-important, lover of Judge Judy TV shows and QVC, and his conversations with all the wacky characters in his life. So um, that the second book, Friends and Family Edition, just came out last week, Yay. although when this airs, it'll be a couple weeks, and yeah. then the 2020 calendar is out as well. So I, I love imagining cats doing people things. It tickles me to no end, and so you'll definitely get some of that on the show because it's one of my favorite things to talk about. I've always had a weird sense of humor. I've always loved, you know, making up alternate lyrics to songs. Um, I love puns. I love wordplay. I love, uh, you know, but, but again, Susan and I always refer to ourselves as the Chicago mix, even though we don't live in Chicago. We're in Minneapolis, <laughs> BTW, FYI. But um, yeah, Susan is the, the spicy, and I'm a little bit more of the sweet, but then we meet in the middle, and it's just you know, half party in your mouth. <laughs> totally, oh totally. So yeah, so uh, that that's what I like to do in my downtime, go to concerts, write about cats. Um, I love to cook. I love to drink vodka tonics. Yes. I do. Um, and yeah, next year I'm gonna be 50. Woo, girl! I Join know. the club. Join the club. I know. So it's this is an exciting, exciting time for me because really this feels like the best time of my life, and I feel like you know at this time of your life you know what you want for the most part. You have all these years of experience where you know you've been through shit. Stuff's been awesome. It's you've seen so many things, yet you still have energy. You still have you know. Um, time to to do the things that you want to do and so i feel like you're at the sweet spot when you're in your 50s i totally agree i mean and that's kind of the idea of this podcast too is to celebrate that time in our lives where we feel like we're kind of starting over in a way and um again you know our, our thought is to reinvent that look of what 40 plus looks like mm -hmm. and uh we're having a damn fun time doing it, I have to say. I have to say, too. Yeah, when we, uh, when Suze joined me for Pause Rewind, I don't know how long ago, six months ago? Something like that. Something like that. We realized what a great connection we have and how much chemistry we have. And, and Suze has had a podcast before, and I had been doing mine for a year. So it was just a perfect fit. And, you know, we've been friends for since 99 Gosh, I yeah, know. yeah, it's amazing. We met um, both of our girls. They were they were three, three, and they took a dance class. Yes, and they so did. they had their little tutus on, and we immediately were attracted to each yes. other. Our <laughs> eyes met across the dance floor. <laughs> But yep. totally, yeah. yeah. So we like, you know, you know, when you meet somebody and you're like, oh my God, we're like the same person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how that's how it was for us. Yeah. Well, yeah. and the interesting thing is Angie and I definitely kind of took some time apart. Mm -hmm. You know, we just both got busy with family and doing different things. And she kind of moved out of the city. And so I just didn't see her much at all. And mm -hmm. then we reconnected. I don't even remember how or exactly when mm -hmm. but it was definitely one of those things like we just got right back to where we had left off i know i know it's like the universe threw us back together <laughs> and said hey now that you've been through all this stuff you need to get together and do a podcast <laughs> you don't know it yet but, but just yeah, you yeah. wait you're gonna thank me so yeah so that's um that's a little bit about us and 
today, because you know we're friends and because uh, friendship is such a big part of everybody's life, we were talking about how has it changed the older that we get and, and over 40 specifically, is it harder to make friends? Is it easier to make friends? And are the friendships different? And so we decided that would be a great topic for our first episode. Don't you think so? I think so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, um, I don't know, Suze, if you want to uh, start off talking about some things that you found. Well, yeah. So I, I thought I personally have had some very bizarre things happen with friendships in my adult life. <laughs> um, I've, and obviously I have great friendships too. But I was curious if if this was a thing that other women went through too. And so I poked around a little bit and, you know, I found the author of this book. Her name is Deborah Tannen. She uh, writes, you're the only one I can tell inside the language of women's friendships. And she found that, you know, definitely women can break up with friendships and they're far less inclined than men to explain the reason for breaking up with a friend. Um, obviously, I think it's no surprise that we're more likely to avoid confrontation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to give their friend the opportunity to defend themselves because that, you know, that's a confrontational conversation. And, you know, the worst part is not knowing why a friend is ending the relationship. And she said it's really hurtful because knowing what's going on is a big part of the friendship. It is. It is. It is. So, yeah, when someone ghosts you, it's just, it's really bizarre. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's happened to you, Ange, but it's definitely happened to me. Yeah, no, I, I haven't had that experience. I've had experiences where I think both of us felt the vibe that the friendship wasn't really working and so it was a natural separation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking about kind of the relationship between what I was talking about earlier, how as you get older, you, um, you're more sure of yourself, you're more um, authentic, you're more, uh, you, you know that um, there are so many, so many hours in the day and you want to be purposeful and you want to, you know, hang out with people that you enjoy, with whom you enjoy their company. And so maybe you've had friends and then as you're getting older, you're finding, oh, this is not me anymore because people change. Mm-hmm, but then course. you run into, like what you're saying, we still have, as women, um, the tendency to be people pleasers and to not want to confront. So so how do you do that? You know, and, and like you're saying, a lot of women just end up ghosting their friend with no explanation at mm-hmm. all, which is not really healthy on either side, but it's just what happens because it's easiest. Right. And I think, again, it for in my situations it's just i've actually had people tell me that i have too much of an expectation i still don't what know what friendship that means. could be i still don't know what that means <laughs> like expectation like, i know was there some sort of contract that you guys signed i don't know but you know it's and i don't feel like i'm like that at all because again you and i took a huge break and i never was like where's angie she's not talking to me every day and she's Hi. not doing this or that um, but I, you know, it's interesting, like if you have a friend that's reaching out to you every day mm-hmm. and you're doing things every week and you're seeing each other, you know, and, and they get busy, of course, like people get busy, you have different things going on in your life. Mm-hmm. It just can't always be that way. But if all of a sudden they stop those things cold turkey mm-hmm. and then they don't explain why, I, I personally don't think it's, for those of you out there that have had that experience, I want to say to you, because I've learned this myself, 
don't feel bad about having certain expectations. I mean, yes, again, there you can be unrealistic about it if you want them to call you every day or what, but if they stop something cold turkey, you have every right to have an expectation on a friendship because isn't that what friendships or any relationship is? Mm-hmm. When you have a marriage with someone, there are certain expectations of who that person is in the relationship. You expect them to be loyal to you, to be supportive, to be there for you. And that's not too much to expect. I mean, if you don't have an expectation of someone, then they're just an acquaintance. Right. And I think too, what's important is that everybody's aware of the expectations. Right. Because, exactly. you know, I could expect you to have, you know, brought me a pizza when you came over today, but you had no idea. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So I think, and that's what happens too, even with like romantic relationships. There's these expectations that are all over the place and nobody has actually voiced them. They just assume, oh, you know, that you're going to wash my car today or do whatever. But yeah, when it just comes out of the blue. But I think that um, there are some things that are basic expectations, you know, which like wedding vows, like I expect you're not going to cheat on me. Right. You know, as a friend, I expect you're not going to come into my house and steal my grandmother's silver platter, you know? Uh, <laughs> There's certain like just human... Well, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. And friends do change. You know, sometimes you grow apart because... Yeah. You, you know, someone gets interested in something else mm-hmm. and the other person really isn't interested in that. Mm-hmm. But I still think that friends owe each other some kind of explanation right. as to why they're so busy or why they can't see you. And, you know, the sad fact is maybe someone's personality has changed. And how do you tell someone, I don't like your personality yeah. anymore? Right. You know, that is tough. I mean, right. Like, I, I don't even know how I would say that i keep remembering when i used to date on match.com not match.com on okay cupid before chris and i got together like i got i got the wording down perfectly where i would say you know i really don't think this is a match yeah and and then there you know they wouldn't really say anything thankfully and it was just sort of like <laughs> okay that's moving on but um it's hard to say that harder to say that with a friend who maybe you've been really close with over the years and you have um, come to uh, understand and ex- I guess expect that if this person has called you every day for the past year and all of a sudden they don't, what are you supposed to do with that? You yeah, know? I mean, exactly. so, it's hard not to take it personally. It is. But, you know, and I'm one of those people, especially with my life coaching background, it's like, I want to talk it to death. Like, if yeah. you have a problem, please tell me what it is. Maybe I can't fix it. Uh-huh. But it's like anything else. You know, when, when something's unknown, it's worse than even just knowing the reason. Even totally. if it's something totally bad or hurtful or something, at least that's something you can work with. Mm-hmm. At least you can be like, okay, yeah, I guess I did do that. So in, hopefully in my next friendship, I'll be more aware mm-hmm. of that. Right, you right, know? Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, that's the extreme situation as far as someone just like dropping you out of the blue. But it is interesting how many women I've talked to that have had those instances, mm-hmm. which I feel like is so bizarre because I, I don't you feel the older you get, the more important 
friendships are mm-hmm. and it almost feels still feels like high school sometimes oh it's yeah. like aren't we beyond that by now mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah we're in the ladies room but come on we're all invited at this stage in our life exactly we yeah. should be you know there shouldn't be that queen bee shit anymore right yeah well i mean i think i'm lucky the the friends that i'm close with that live here locally are people that i all became friends with like around the same time mm-hmm. and um and you know i i was thinking the other day like who of my friends could I just say anything to or ask for a ride to the airport or, you know, whatever. I mean, there's yeah. different levels of friendship. Yeah, you know, and there should be. And I mean, there that's should normal. Be. Right, yeah. right. Like, if, if something was happening to me in my personal life, you know, I probably wouldn't call an acquaintance and say, oh, this, these are these troubles that I'm having mm-hmm. and whatever, because you're vulnerable when you do that. Totally. And unless you have that kind of, you know, um, a tight relationship with someone who has maybe seen you through things before and knows things about you that other people don't know and all of that, then that's um, that's who you want to go to that kind of information. And I'm lucky that my friends from that time period, I do have that relationship with them and that includes you too. Yeah. And I've got one good friend from college. And other than that, it's like acquaintances. Yeah. And, and I think that's good. I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, you need friends for different reasons, different friends for different seasons. Different seasons. Oh. Yes. But yeah, but I, I really haven't run into a lot of the junior high girl things with my friends. Um, but, you know, I, I hear women out in public doing the gossip thing, doing like tearing other women down yes. thing and whatever. And that is infuriating because, you know, when people do that, it's only a reflection of their own self-confidence. And, totally. and it's and it's sad. And I feel really, really bad when women our age have gotten to that point where they haven't, don't have that self-awareness. But, yeah. you know, everybody's the way they are for a reason, you know? Exactly. It's kind of like I was reading, I'm reading this book by Brene Brown. Um, and it's called uh, the, the uh, something about imperfections. Oh my gosh, I don't have it in front of me right now. But it's about really being your authentic self. And there's a, a piece in there that talks about the difference between fitting in and belonging. And when you're belonging to a group of friends or whoever, you are bringing your authentic self into that situation, and and you're you're you're, you're real. You're keeping it real, keeping yo. It real. And and so they either accept you or they don't. But you are your authentic self. If you're trying to fit in, then you're willing to compromise yourself to be a part of a group, mm. and then that's not real. And that's what ends up happening, I think, sometimes when women are gossipy. They're like, oh, well, if I'm going to fit in with this group, then I'm going to start gossiping too, right. whatever. So Yeah, I know. I love thinking about that. And, and it's actually more complicated than that because... The whole fitting in thing, I mean, sometimes you do need to do what you have to do to fit in to begin with. Like like we were talking about this a little bit earlier, like mm-hmm. with a job, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to go in there making poop jokes <laughs> right away. I'm going to at least give them a day or two to I, get to know me before I start letting that shit fly. Literally. I want to get paid to make poop jokes. <laughs> I'm going to know where that job is. Right? <laughs> yes. And like, for instance, when you have certain situations, like um, my son has an Asperger's diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So for him, it was important to teach him about fitting in. Because, you know, a lot of the stuff that we do when we figure out relationships, we do naturally because that's part of being, you know, the human being with the brains that we have. But for a lot of people on a spectrum, those things don't come naturally. Mm-hmm. So you need to teach them. So, and that was a delicate thing. I'd be like, okay, if if you're really going to wear those floodwater pants with uh, two different color pink 
or fuzzy socks or whatever, Mm -hmm. just so you know, you might get made fun of. And then at least he would know, but then I still let him do what he wanted to do. And he was always like, I don't care, mom. And and that's great. Mm -hmm. But there are certain things I think you do to fit in and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously with your core group of friends, you never want to feel like you have to fit in. Right. You want to feel like you belong. Right. Yeah. 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 And I've done both. I mean, I've definitely, you know, gone to parties and, and not been my true self because I wanted to fit in Mm -hmm. and the older I get the more I am just like screw that I I don't care and I just show up as I am and you either like me or you don't Mm -hmm. and that takes balls and I think that we women grow balls as we get older right (laughs) we do we should (laughs) I know you know it's funny another um coaching thing I talk about a lot with uh getting like more on relationships but I think also friendships as well when people feel rejected by somebody um we always go to that that first uh place you know that that golem brain of ours like shame totally coming up yeah with well they don't like me because I'm not smart enough I'm not pretty enough Mm -hmm. I'm this or that you know we always think of the worst case scenario but what it comes down to is you have to it's really helpful to to um, put some even more space in between and yes it's about them not about you I mean obviously if you're an asshole it's about you yes <laughs> but if if you're just going along you could be that perfect person it's kind of like an actor trying out for a part they may be the most incredible actor but they don't get the part because it's not what the director was envisioning mm-hmm. for that part mm-hmm. doesn't mean they aren't good at their job yeah. So whether it's a relationship or a friend, if for some reason it's not jiving, it very well could be you're the perfect person for you, but you're not the perfect person for them because you haven't lived their life. Mm-hmm. You haven't learned, had their experiences that they've grown up with, watching past relationships for good or for bad, you know, from their parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've learned certain things. And so they're seeing with their eyes, they're looking for people that fit that certain mold. Yeah. And if you don't fit that, it doesn't mean you're not right. Mm-hmm. It just means you don't fit their mold. Right. There's no judgment. It's like, exactly. it's, it's all just, everything is neutral. We, through our filters, put meanings on everything mm-hmm. and create our own realities and all that jibba-jabba. Jibba-jabba. <laughs> and, and so become more like Mr. T. Don't yes. give me no jibba-jabba. Don't give me no... Ah, pity the fool to give me no jibba-jabba. Ah, pity the fool. <laughs> but, like, just to, just to kind of end this subject a little bit, there's reasons why I think sometimes, and this is what I discovered, too, um, with our friendships... Sometimes there's friends that decide, you know, consciously to not have children. And then there's some of us that do want children. And so naturally our lives change. And, you know, the women who decide to have children are busier. You know, there's all this stuff to do. And maybe this friend over here who's childless is not as busy. And so maybe the childless one still has expectations and feels like, oh, this friend's totally ghosting me. But it's because... Their, their their lifestyles have changed. Right. Yeah, and that's happened to me too. And then, you know, later as our kids became more independent, you have more free time to get back together. So I think that's something also that we run into at, around our age is, you oh, know, yeah. even if your kids are in, in high school, you still are sometimes running around going to football games or um, plays or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got this busy life. Uh, but 
I think it's important to still make time for those friends, even if it is, you know, coffee once a month or something. Yeah, yeah. If if you can do that, it's it's a good way because even though you're busy with your kids and doing all these other things, you still got to feed yourself. You still got to like yes. self care is so important. And so maintaining those relationships, however you can, if it feels like a good relationship, mm -hmm. is a step in the direction of self-care. Agreed. And I also think that sometimes you do need to say goodbye to a friendship if it does feel toxic. If mm -hmm. that person is making you feel um, bad about yourself for some reason, or like you mentioned earlier, if you're around someone and all they do, I mean, we all gossip, let's face it, you know, we're mm -hmm. not perfect. but. If that's all they're ever doing is, you know, saying bad things about other people and it makes you feel yucky and uncomfortable, mm -hmm. then you have every right to, to you know, put that space between you and that friend. Yes. We don't need that toxic shit. You know, life's oh, getting shorter mm -hmm. and I want to spend time around people that make me feel good. And it's yeah. okay to you know, take a look at that, about who's in your friendship circle, who's in your fellowship, mm -hmm. like, what are their yes. um, and decide Phoebe's joining. Phoebe agrees. She's a, she's a feminine. Hi. She's up to some serious hygiene. Oof, she needs to be brushed, man. <laughs> Got a cat for a mask on right now. <laughs> so yeah, I I I do think that you know friendships in junior high and high school in some ways were so fraught with like ah, mm -hmm. but in, on the other hand they were so easy. Mm -hmm. What did you do every day? You you went to the mall. You. You know, just talked on the phone. Now friendships are more difficult. You just don't have as much time. And we as women have stronger opinions as we get older. Oh, we yeah. Have, we have, you know, think about it. Did you have a lot of values back in junior high or high school that you cared so strongly about and well, you were so, you know. I mean, I really love Cherry Jolly Ranchers. Well, see, That was a go. value that was, <laughs> yes. When we go to the 7-Eleven, there had to be Cherry Jolly Ranchers. But that was the important Exactly. things of the day <laughs> exactly and so that's pretty easy to navigate mm -hmm. that you know jolly rancher relationship i have no jolly rancher situations in my life right now <laughs> Bye, I'm oh god she's ghosting me you guys no jolly ranchers <laughs> i'm out of here i'm out of here <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean if you are so in such a toxic relationship that you're like having to wear a hazmat suit when you meet somebody for coffee that's a sign that you need to get out of that relationship <laughs> <laughs> so, right? Yes, totally, totally. And if they ask, be honest with them. Mm -hmm. What's you know? the worst thing that could happen? Seriously. Right. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. Yeah, it hurts like hell at first, but then you're like, oh, thank God my scab can breathe enough. <laughs> my scab. <laughs> it'll, it'll, you know, ooze some lymph at first. Yeah. But and it, then it gets hard. And then it gets hard. And it just falls off. It does. And you forgot all about it. It might leave a scar. And that's okay. We all are full of scars. Battle scars. Battle scars, emotional, mentally, you know, sometimes physically, because I'm a little bit of a klutz. I've got a few little scars. But <laughs> overall, yeah. So overall, I guess, um, when we're talking about friendships over 40, it's a complicated subject. Um, and I think we're all just trying to find our way. Yeah. And so it's important to find your people, stick with it, yes. you know, feed the relationship to the best of your ability and take care of your own damn self yeah yeah and know that there are people out there that are going through the same damn shit you mm -hmm. are you're not alone no you are not no no yay. yay and i'm so grateful for your friendship oh back at you girl Woo -woo. big time yes so 
we're already moving on to what's happening next week. Oh my God, I can't even believe it. I can't even believe it. Yeah, so next week, I'm especially excited about this topic mm-hmm. because I've worked a lot in uh, boutiques, retail stores, and I'm a huge shopper. Like, I love to go shopping, even if it's just window shopping. And uh, so we're actually going to talk about how you can rock your own damn style after age 40. Or, you know, really any age. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be, you know, this whole subject is not just about 40 and up. It's really about owning who you are and, and your style. Because both Ange and I talk about how much we hate those magazine articles that are like, um, what to wear in your 20s, what to wear in your 30s, you know, what not to wear after 40. And it's like, fuck that. I'm going to wear what I want to wear because it makes me feel good. And so we're going to talk all about that. That's right. I wish we could bring some of those authors of those bullshit articles into the ladies' room next week and be yeah. like, you need to explain yourself. Because, right? yeah, I don't care. I wear what I like to wear. Yes, I wear concert t-shirts. They say I shouldn't. Screw them. Screw I don't care. Them. I'm right. going to make sure and eat like a really spicy burrito. So when they're in the bathroom with us, I'm just going to do this big stinky poo. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll say, can you pass me some toilet paper? <laughs> oh, stall. I love it. I yeah. Love it. So, so anyway. that, yeah, that's what you'll have to look forward to next week on Feminine Hygiene. Yes, we're going to tear apart those articles. We are. Oh, that'll be so satisfying. It will be, won't it? Or maybe maybe we won't use toilet paper like Motley Crue and we'll wipe our butts with that. Old socks. Yeah. And then we'll oh, with, it on oh, the with the articles. Floor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe not. We'll throw them away. Right. <laughs> We're big talkers, man. <laughs> So um, one thing we thought, too, that would be funny to end each episode is to kind of quiz each other. There's a book that I discovered that I absolutely love. It's so much fun. It's called 3,000 Pick One Questions. And there isn't, like, an author. It's just by Piccadilly, which is so fun to say. Piccadilly! The Piccadilly Circus! Piccadilly! So it must be the publisher. Um, And there's actually a lot of different kinds of books like this but this one is the pick one question book so we're going to end each episode with a pick one a this or a that and uh we're going to put it on our um, website our facebook page Mm -hmm. and so because we would love to hear what you would pick as well absolutely so i'm going to start out asking angie compass or canteen hmm Compass or canteen? Where am I? There, there, I don't know. There's no follow-up questions? There's no follow-up questions. <laughs> so I just be sitting in my living room. <laughs> but yeah. I would have a compass or a canteen right now. <laughs> or in the bathroom, in the ladies' room. <laughs> How do I get back to my table? <laughs> and, oh. and, you know, in the book, I mean, obviously, you could make up your own damn rules. You could mm-hmm. say neither or both. Mm-hmm. But I think for this, we should have to pick one. Have to pick one. Okay. Oh. So should I be in a situation where I need a compass, a compass and a canteen? canteen? Which one would I pick? Okay. Right. Well, let's see. Um, the canteen would obviously provide that refreshing libation that is life-giving. <laughs> uh, and a compass. Life. Yeah. Um, God, I don't. I want, I don't, I'm so not 
gadgety. I'm afraid that even though I had a compass, I really wouldn't know what to do with it. <laughs> you just kind of hold it. I just it hold break. it and then watch the little thing spin around. It's, that's really all you need to do, Anne. That's all I need to do. That will get you out of any situation. Just hold a compass and watch the spinny thing. So I have to say probably, I would say canteen because the more hydrated I am, the more clearly I can think. And I think I trust my intuition more than I trust a compass. So my answer is canteen. What about you? You know, this was hard for me too, because it's true. It's like, if you pick the compass, you might find your way out Mm -hmm. quicker and easier. I'm picturing that I'm like in a forest with trails now. Like I'm, I'm having bad flashbacks of a Camp Hitaga as a campfire girl. <laughs> I'm like, okay, how the hell am I going to get out of this, you know, the woods mm-hmm. in junior high camp? Um, so there's that. But again, the canteen, right? Like, And does the canteen have vodka in it? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Now I fill it with gin and tonic. I know. <laughs> which somehow I think would have the opposite effect. You'd be so dehydrated. I think so. <laughs> but you'd be having a good time But you know, you would have out. to pee a lot. And then you could mark where you've been. You could like mark your territory. So then you could go back and smell the ground and yeah. make sure that you could. It's like dropping breadcrumbs, but dropping pea pellets. Pellets. <laughs> pellets. <laughs> you pee in pellets. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be like filled with Miralax or something and you could poop your way. It could. Yeah, there's nothing saying what's in it. <laughs> so I don't know. I had to think long and hard, but I agree. I think... I'd have to be canteen because I, you know, I need to be comfortable mm-hmm. out there in the woods. Yes. And being thirsty, I would, like, if I got super thirsty, I couldn't even think of, like, how to find my way no. out. No, you would be, like, the, the, the same thing as being hangry, except you're thirsty. And so you get so hangry, except that you're really thirsty, that you'd end up probably throwing the compass against a tree and breaking it. <laughs> And fucking the, compass and then what do you got i don't know what to do with it anyway yeah exactly <laughs> yes yes here you go so i that, i don't know i Boy, just really think that's we're canteen girls you brought up another point like i would get so freaking hangry mm-hmm. that would be bad yes well you know they say drinking water helps with it too, it does it does i don't believe in that shit when i'm hungry i'm hungry i don't want no glass of water i don't drink enough water as it anyway so i'd make that canteen last I know. I'd be like, where's my wheel of brie? (laughs) My wheel of brie. (laughs) Okay, wheel of brie or compass? Pick one. (laughs) Brie! Always choose the cheese. Always. I picture myself going down the trail with this wheel of brie in my hand. (laughs) I emerge 10 pounds heavier. Oh, well. But anyway, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. This has been really fun, and we can't wait to come back next week and talk about the stupid articles that say what you shouldn't wear over 40. (laughs) We give the finger to all the authors of those articles. But whatever the case, we have a lot of fun um, topics coming up, and we definitely hope you come back and you tell your friends and you visit our Facebook page and your Instagram and you give us a like and a follow and all that good stuff. And uh, if you were listening to Pause Rewind previously, we welcome you to the new uh, podcast. And you can find us a new episode every Monday on FeminineHijinksPodcast.com. Or you can download and listen on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and tune in. So until next week, you ready to leave the ladies room? I guess. Let's flush. (laughs) 
Okay, I'll see you back at the table. Sounds good. All right, we'll see you next week, everybody. Yay! Yay! Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.